quandary to present to you in this late, late night on this newest episode of Four Distractions, Scott. If somehow humanity invented immortality, would you want to be a recipient of said drug, uh, shot, whatever it could be? Like, would you want to be immortal? Is there an exit plan? Like no, once you're mortal, you're mortal. Like there's no turning back. There's, there's no, no turning back. None of it. Like once you are mortal, you are immortal. Like you will never die. I've seen enough vampire films to know that being immortal is not all it's cracked up to be. Do we have to like? Dude, I just got bit this so I can see future cars. It's an old <laughs> Keen Peel bit. <laughs> they did. They did a vampire bit. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see future cards. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But like, do you have to do anything? Do you have to like, drink the blood of the innocent? Do you have to chop off another immortal's head? Do you have to do something to continue your immortality, or do you just like, like, do podcasts and drink beer? Yeah, basically, just do podcasts and drink beer. Like, there's no catch. There's no, no real catch. It's, it's one of the it's one of those things where it's like it's an innovation like, of humanity. Like it's a vaccine. Like, like penicillin was an innovation of humanity, or a thing like that. It's a vaccine. We, we okay. have discovered how to beat death at his own game and we fucked him in the ass like we we figured it out we know why the body degrades because if as you know in life no matter how healthy you are no matter how well you treat your body no matter how much how well you eat your body will degrade eventually and it you will die we have figured out the secret we have figured out the secret for why that happens and we have genetically altered the human dna to where it will never ever ever do that you will live forever i would do it only if like my family loved ones like if we all went in on it like we all agreed to do it then i would do it i wouldn't want to be that vampire or that immortal that just like grows old and watch the people you love die in front of your eyes. That was going to be my second part of the question. Okay. okay. No what way. if, what if you were the only person offered it? No, some mythical not. being no. comes out of God or Jesus comes out and says, I want you to be immortal. Would you accept this gift that I give you? No, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I, that would be too, I would do it with everybody. All everybody or nobody. That's <laughs> everybody. That's or nobody. What, what about you? I would take it no matter what. No matter what, I, I I don't care. No matter, I want to see. It's the old bit. I want to see future cars. I want to see the future. I want to see where humanity. Is. I've I've talked about this before. I'm just gonna get a little deep. Get a little deep. A little deep. Um, I've talked about it before. My theory of what the afterlife is. All right, and what I want the afterlife to be, basically, is what it is. Because as you know, I'm agnostic. I have no one belief. I'm out there discovering new things and trying to figure things out. What I want my afterlife to be is I want the ability to live through time and space wherever and whenever I want. I want the ability to see the beginning of the universe. I want the ability to see the beginning of the world, the first the first creature that came out of the muck that was a more than a single-celled organism. I want to see the first man. I want to see... You want to the, be God. I, I just want to... But I don't want to manipulate a thing. I just want to witness it. And if so, experience it. Like, like, I want to be able to, like, let's say, you know, I, I'm witnessing your life and there's a moment in your life that's like, oh, that looks interesting. I want to be able to take possession of your body and not control anything, not control anything. You do your thing, but I just want to experience what you're experiencing. And then when you that's done, actually, like, leave. possess other people now. You can't just be like invisible fly on the wall. Like you're actually. I want, yeah, I want to, I want to be able to experience certain things, like things that I've never experienced before. Like I want to be able to, like, that looks really interesting. I wonder what that felt like. And I just imbue myself in the mindset and the body of that person. And I don't have any control over it, but I experience what's going on. And then when the experience is done, I leave and like, oh, that was fun. Let me continue on with whatever I want to look at. Like, I want to be able to see the fucking universe from the beginning to the end. I want to see every single life. I want to see every single bit of it. I want to see from the first mountain that grows, from the first the first tree that grows. I like, wanna... I want to become <laughs> Billy Joel when he bangs 19, 1988 Christy Brinkley. Like, you would you would just do that then. Yeah, sure, fine, whatever. Like, I, I'll, like I'll live through Billy... Like, I'll live through Billy Joel's life. And I won't... I won't... Once again, I'll be You're, like... You'd I'll be, be the piano man. 
I but once again, I will just be a uh, a viewer of it. I will not be in control. I cannot change events. I can't do any of that shit. Hmm. That is like my dream afterlife. I just want to witness the universe and see what's going on and see the secrets of the universe and not, not do anything with it. I just want to know, you know, I want to know, can you show me? That's what the I want to do. Bill Collins? That's the, uh, um, from what Disney movie is that? That's from Tarzan. Tarzan, yeah. That's Phil motherfucking yeah. Collins. You know, <laughs> you know, we got to appreciate Phil Collins. He didn't have to go that hard on the on the Tarzan soundtrack, but he did. He did that for us. We need to show him the respect yeah. that he deserves for that Tarzan soundtrack. Do you know where I got the theory of my afterlife? From Star Trek Voyager, when the first episode Q was on Voyager. Whenever there was the other Q that was trapped in that asteroid, uh-huh. and they pulled him out, and then John Delancey Q comes around, and is like, "Oh, what have you done now, Q?" Blah, blah blah. And they have that little thing when they went to the Q continuum for the first time, and they made it representative of a high, long desert road with like a gas stop. And Q had said that, you know, I've been the scarecrow, I've been the dog, I've been this, you know, just to see if, just for the experience, you know, to see what it's like. That's whenever I first thought like that's fucking what I want to do. Like, I want to be the fucking dog. I want to be the fly on the wall. I want to be the person, you know, storming D day. I want to be the person, you know, experiencing, you know, the birth of his child for the first time. Like I just experiencing and witnessing the universe very deep. That's my, that's, that's 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 my, that's my dream. That's That's my dream after that's very magical. I think like when you, when you put it like that, it's, how much knowledge can you learn from a book or a TV show? As much knowledge as is in the book or the right. TV show. You, you don't know from living it is a completely different thing. Yes. Wow, I'm cool. all about that. I want to see stars born and stars die. That's all I want to do. But like you can jump through time. With, yes, with I can do what power. I can go wherever the see, fuck I, I want. I was going to say like if, if that's not what you offered me. Because if you give me this vaccine, I live forever. No, I'm talking about afterlife. I'm not talking sudden, about immortality. I'm talking about afterlife. The, the world ends. The world blows up. Okay? And you're floating through and space. I'm, I'm left here to kick rocks. Okay? <laughs> I'm just kicking rocks in this destroyed planet. Like, the sleaze stacks might come and get me. But that, was a, that was a Doctor Who episode. It was a Doctor Who episode. Spoilers. I'll spoil it for you. I don't give a shit. Uh, so there's a Doctor Who episode in the previous Doctor that was not the female Doctor. Can't remember the actor's name. But you know what I'm talking about. The older Peter Doctor. Cavalli? Peter Cavalli. Thank yeah. you. Peter Cavalli. Maisie Williams guest stars in a few episodes in there. Arya Stark? Yes. And spoilers if you've not seen the season yet. Would you like me to spoil it for you? I don't really care. Okay. Spoilers. The Doctor visits her and she's in like, not medieval times, but like old, like real old England times. Like they're using like long boats and shit like that. And they're like, they're before technology is really technology or anything like that. And she's, he saves her life. But he, the way he does it had a side effect that he he thought might happen, but he wasn't sure if it would actually happen to where she's now immortal. She lives through until the end of the world. And there's a moment towards the end of um, Clara's uh, span as the companion where he has to go to the end of the world. And at the end of the world, like her, I don't think he has to go there. But I think he accidentally goes there or something like that. It's literally the end of the world. The end of the universe is happening. The world is ending. All this, there's fire and all the shit is going out. Like things, shit's going wrong. And there's only one person left on Earth at the end of the world, and it is Maisie Williams' character. Does she not there. age? There, no, she doesn't age. She doesn't die or anything like that. She is right there at the end of the world. And that was the most surreal episode I think I've ever watched because that's the most fucked up shit that I could ever think of. Did like, this have, was this one episode? No, 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 no. It was spanned over the season. Yeah. Spanned over the season is what it was. But it was one of the most messed up things I've ever seen because it had the thing that you were saying, like, what if the end of the world and I'm just left by myself kicking rocks? She's you, left by herself kicking fucking rocks you're, at the end of the world. kicking rocks. The, the yeah. ruins of a once great society and you're just kicking rocks down a broken road. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's heavy, Doc. It is <laughs> getting heavy. We're getting heavy in this shit. I mean, I don't know. That's 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 my that's my dream afterlife. That's all I want to see. I just want to see the universe, you know, live and breathe. 
So we're back. We are. We're back. We are. Foyer Distraction is back. How are you doing today, Scott? Doing wonderful, Adam. Doing wonderful. It's good to be back. It is good to be back. It's good I'm, to be I'm enjoying back. myself. Um, so I wanted you to watch something. We're gonna get into you this. So let's let's you get did. into this right now. There was something I wanted you to watch. It is a documentary on Netflix. Uh-huh. It sure is. You haven't finished it yet, but I'm you're almost done. More than halfway yeah. through it. Um, the documentary is called Behind the Curve, and it is a flat earther documentary about feature fucking length long. By the way, it's super long. Um, but it is basically a documentary about the kind of the origins of the idea of flat Earth, who, who, who they believe started it. I don't think there's any, really like any. That's up for debate. Yeah, it's to up them. for debate. Yes, yeah, right. but probably about basically about the most popular originator of flat Earth, who his name is Mark Sargent. I believe is his name. He loves himself too. He loves himself very he much. He loves himself some me. He does. I mean. So, I don't know how you, the listeners, feel about the flat earther wavelength that's going across the world at the moment. Our podcast is marketed toward the flat earthers. I hate to say it. No, like you get you get science heavy sometimes on here, and that's not. I wouldn't say I get science heavy. I'd say we get science heavy, but. That's as much as them. much as we know about science, but that's not for them. No, but science is not in these people's repertoire. But anyway, this this documentary is probably the greatest documentary I've seen in the past couple months. Well, I wouldn't go that well. A couple months, past, past few months, only only because I laughed really hard throughout the throughout the entire documentary. Like it's basically them sucking their own dicks as flat earthers is what it is like to put it bluntly that's kind of what it is because throughout this documentary you like it's it's hilarious they make uh testimonies like we're winning the argument of science like we're like within like the first like 10 minutes of the documentary i think he this dude mark talks about how he there you know science is on the runs they we've got them on the ropes we're winning the argument right now science like blah blah this and everything yeah and he has the most like worst evidence in the world because like he like he uses the phrase a picture's worth a thousand words and he's referencing the fact that where he lives right now he has a view of seattle yeah and he said if the earth was really round i shouldn't be able to see seattle right there yeah He's standing on one. He's looking over Vancouver Bay, and he goes, "Look, there's Seattle. I can see Seattle. If the Earth was round, then you wouldn't be able to see. The, it would curve." Yeah. No, that's not how the science works. He he forgets things like perspective. Yes. I took art. I was an art major at one right. point in my life. There's something called perspective. If I if I take my fingers right now, and I Go like this. I, I I put them about half inch, half inch apart, something like that. I can put your head in between those fingers. That's not me holding your head. That's not the actual size of your head. Your head is a lot fucking bigger than that. I think I think we call that perspective. Right. My right. perspective is a lot different than yours. That's like so, elementary school stuff. It is. And his other argument is, which is so, okay. Prove to me that the Earth is a sphere. And we're like, okay, we've been to space. Here's a picture of the Earth as a sphere. He goes, well, I haven't been to space. I haven't seen that. How do I know that's not faked? <coughs> I've never been to space, Adam. Neither of you. No. I guess only the people who have been... They're only saying the people who have been to space are the only ones who know. And the government paid them off. and Yeah. That's, that's their that, argument. That's the fucked up part about their argument is their entire argument is, oh, you have proof? Well, you were paid off by the, yes. the lizard men that run, the, that run <laughs> yeah. the world. Like, that that's all it is. That's all it is. Like, that's their entire fucking argument. And it's, yeah. and it's, one, of, it's one of those, like, for example, you could put this dude, you could put these guys in a rocket ship and send them up to space, orbit the planet, and then bring them back down. And they will say, oh, that was just an amusement ride. They just trapped an amusement ride, and we just had visuals, like fake visuals. Like that would be their entire government. There's a there's a point where he is with this one woman who is a podcaster. I'm not gonna, I don't remember her name, but I'm not gonna dignify her name 
on the show by advertising to yeah, her. Yeah, we're not going to do I'm that. I'm not going to do not that. Give them that. But yeah. she's also a big time flat earther. And which, by the way, what the fuck does she do really for a living? Because she has a huge fucking home in an expensive city. Like she's she's got money and I'm curious about her tax returns. I want to know what she's doing. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But they go to NASA at one point. And it's entirely for the purposes of making fun of which, by the way, I think this dude is doubling down on his flat earth thing because he wants a little bit of poon time. I think he does. He was totally jonesing for this bitch real hard. Yeah. Real and hard. she it was, was, it was not. Al- I almost wanted to vomit watching this. How and bad she was not jonesing at all for him. I think. I think part of it has to do with like his living conditions. That might be that might be part of it. Yeah, but they get. Pretty like, sure he lived with his mom. I mean, she that's was what like, we think. That's what we think. We don't know. He that's didn't what we come think. out and say that, but she was always like with him. Like she was like cooking him meals and shit. And, like, what was his favorite meal? Like macaroni something. She's like, like, I'm cooking his favorite meal. It's no, it's chicken noodle soup. No, it was like hot. Sauce. It's like hot applesauce or something <laughs> like that. And he like looks at the camera so embarrassed. He's like, "That was my favorite meal when I was a kid." He's like. You still like, like you still like it. Yeah, you still like it. So <laughs> I'm like, this is hard to watch. Yeah, this guy. Oh. Thing is, like, so my theory. I have a new theory about it when it comes to flat earthers. At this point, um, I think part of it is first of all, I don't think you're ever going to be able to convince these people ever, 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 ever. No matter the no matter the amount of evidence, and I think part of it has to do with the community. And what I mean by that is you get a lot, a lot of these people look like, and they seem like, and I understand it because I was at like that at one point in my life, very social outcasts. They seem like they don't have a lot of friends, not a lot of loved ones. They're They're lonely. They're lonely. They're by themselves and they have nobody in their life. And then they enter this community. Now I'm not saying that they just entered it. Cults get started too. Basically. yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying they entered it just for the purpose of socializing. I think they really like had an idea of like, Oh, maybe this is something real. Maybe I should look into this. And then they enter this community, like talking to people. And I think a lot of them realize the aspect of having people in their lives who they can discuss things with and, you know, hang out with and socialize with. And it hits a point where, they will double down on their beliefs no matter what, strictly because they don't want to lose that aspect of the community. Because flat earthers are so fucking harsh that if you're, I think if you're a flat earther and then you really, you think that this evidence disproves the flat earther theory, I think they would ostracize you from the community. I truly believe that. I believe if you're a flat earther and then you turn back to global earther, or ball earther as they call it, or whatever it is. They came up with a million different names. Yeah. yeah. I, I believe that they would just immediately just kick you out of the community and you wouldn't talk to any of them and yeah so i i, I do believe that that's part i i, I kind of believe it. it doesn't excuse it but i believe it's part of it my my big thing is if i have two i have two major points number one <coughs> um they talk about this being like a conspiracy the flat earth being like Ball Earth being conspiracy, the Earth is really flat. Who is running the conspiracy and what benefit did they get out of the knowledge of the Earth being flat? Are you asking me or is it a rhetorical question? Rhetorical question, but like you can answer it. Like, like, like that's, that's like one of my big things that I'm curious about. Like what, like who benefits from it? Like really? Got me. I don't know. That's a, you have to ask a flat earther that. What's the second point? Second point? I'm trying to remember. I immediately forgot it. That's how much that's how much the shit doesn't make sense. Like, oh, I remember me. I, I I remember now. The second point is I wouldn't have a problem with flat earther or the flat earth theory and people believing that if it weren't for the fact that they were so pretentious about their beliefs. Like, and what I mean by that is they believe it so hard wholeheartedly without any real evidence that they think you're stupid for not believing in flat earth. Like they have doubled down on the fact that we are right. You are wrong. We're winning this argument. You should just get used to it. Like if, if they were like, look, I believe the earth is flat. 
you know, I don't really know. We're doing tests. We're trying to figure it out for sure. But I believe there's, I'd be like, all right, cool, fine, whatever, do your thing. But these guys are like really like they're going in coffee shops. They're attacking, but not like physically attacking, but they're attacking like NASA employees. Like there was a one dude that was like went into a coffee shop and was like, oh, you know, he started yelling at and berating this NASA employee. Like, why? Why is NASA lying to the world, man? Why, why do you hate America? Yeah, why do you hate America? And then he had the nerve to sit there and be like, I don't know why these guys threw me out of the coffee shop. They're just trying to silence me. Like, well, no, because you're an asshole. That's kind of why they did it. But like, there's another part of the documentary where. You haven't reached this part where it's really ironic. The uh, podcaster lady and some of the other people will talk about how, yeah, we've got these beliefs and people just treat us like shit for our beliefs. It's ridiculous. Like, like I have, I can't tell you how many times I've been accosted for my beliefs. I, you know, people have come up to me and just, you know, been really like just shitty to me because of my beliefs. And it's like really a shitty thing. It's like, well, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what are you really doing? I mean, the one episode, the one scene in the documentary had one of the flat earthers he was in a parking lot of a grocery store and he would just like walk up to people like old ladies at the grocery store that are minding their own fucking business. He goes right up to him. He's like, excuse me, ma'am. Did you know that the earth is flat? And they're like, I beg your pardon. He's like, yeah, the earth is flat. You didn't know that. Did you? Well, now you do. So you're welcome. Yeah. And like he, he would just go to the next person and do the same thing. I'm like, that's not, People don't want you to fucking do that. It's like, it, I wish, oh, I wish he would come up to me when I'm minding my own business. Didn't you say you had a flat earther incident at a gas station? I um, did. I did, but not quite like that. No. I was at a gas station, um, kind of near where we live, a little bit out of town. And I pulled up to the pump and I got out to pump the gas and written almost with like a white marker on the black gas pump, it said "Research Flat Earth," just written graffiti style on this gas pump, where anybody who would pull up this gas pump to pump gas would have to read it. <clears throat> and it just it just makes me shake my head. Like that's a they consider that a win. That's yeah. a win. Yeah, that's a win. Flat that's Earth a win in society. their book. Just, I mean, they consider that educating people. No. It's not. It's making more people laugh at you. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, we're not going to spend the whole episode talking about this, but I think like one of the, one of the funniest things about it is they run tests in this documentary. Oh, yeah. And the gyroscope. How many tests they ran. Five. That. Oh, five tests. They've got one more coming up at the end. They've got six one. Okay. They, uh, they run a bunch of tests in this documentary to try to prove like using like cameras and distance to see if, you know, things curve and lasers. like lasers. And, they, and... The, the one guy was like, we're going to use this gyroscope. We're going to put it in this controlled container. We're going to set it here. He's like, and our math figures this out. Like if the and these Earth... are, phys- these are physicists, by the way, we're, they're not regular just like, these are people that have like science degrees that do believe that the Earth is flat who are trying to disprove it and, or prove the Earth is flat. Like these are scientists. Is what they, they weren't are. scientists. They're, no, the guys that were running the test, they have like, they, they had, have like degrees. They weren't scientists, but they did have a background in science. They they were specific to say that because the the interviewer was like, "So are you guys?" Science? He's like, "No, we're not scientists, but we have a background in science." I don't I know thought, what the fuck that means. I thought I thought whenever they showed their name, they showed like you know, uh, degree no. in like physics or something like that. I, I'm pretty. I thought oh, they it was did not. They did not because because that was pointed out in the episode. The one guy. This Mark Sargent was asked by the interviewer. He's like, are there any educators? Are there any doctors or scientists that are members of the Flat Earth Society? He smiled. He goes, well, no. And they're like, why not? He's like, well, because they'd be forced to leave their profession if they did. He's like, oh, I'm sure there's tons of out there that are, but they're not joining us for that reason of being ridiculed. That's what he said. Yeah. So there's none in their society. These people were com- conducting these tests, and they were going off the scientific theory. And they so the point was, Earth the Earth rotates 360 degrees in a day, right? Yeah. That's that's what it does. So they did the math. They figure, okay, 24 hours in a day, 360 degrees, in one hour it needs to travel 15 degrees. So we're gonna put this gyroscope that measures like what you travel. In this controlled environment, we're going to set it here. We're going to leave it there for an hour. And when we pull it out there, it should have traveled 15 degrees. If it doesn't, then the Earth's not flat. Guess what happened? 
It went 15 degrees each and every time because that's how science works. And they're like, every time when their hypothesis would come crashing down, they'd say, well, we're not ready to accept these results. We're, we're going to try yeah. more tests. Like they never accepted the results. Something was wrong. We got we got to do it again. Well, like a lot of their a lot of the people that we're talking about, their logic with it was we're traveling however many miles, however many miles the Earth travels through space. I can't remember. It's like what like what fifteen thousand miles an hour, like a million miles an hour. I don't I don't know. But it travels like a significantly large amount of miles per space in space. Like why are we being like thrown around a bunch? Like a bullet travels this far. If I travel like eighty miles down the highway, you know, like I'm going really fast. Why don't we feel it? Like why don't why don't we notice it? I'm like, because you're like the size of an ant to a planet. Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of probably why. I don't I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a physics major, so I don't know the science behind that. But I don't think I really need to be a physics major to understand that. So I was just thinking I, of the movie Watchmen. Where he says, the smartest man in the world is no more important to me than the smartest ant. (laughs) (laughs) Great movie. I I watched that recently. Love that movie. Um, It's 10 years old. About that. Yeah. Something like that. Makes you feel old. Still holds up. Still holds up. Still holds up, honestly. Um, Check out the documentary, though. If you guys have not watched it behind the curve on Netflix, you'll have a good laugh. Maybe you'll be convinced that the earth is flat, or maybe... You'll be like, huh, this is some ridiculous nonsense. These people, you know, it's one thing if if they were just like, oh, we buy into this Earth is flat. It's bullshit. But hey, this is what we're... No, it didn't end there. Each and every one of them was like full-fledged, tinfoil hat wearing, Infowars listening to, conspiracy theorist. They bought into all of them. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times... What are some of the people that I don't like to hate? I hate to use the word hate, but I'm going to use it because I hate these people, Adam. What group of people out there that exist that I hate? Anti-vaxxers. Anti-vaxxers. You are correct, sir. You win the prize. I hate, I hate, I hate the anti-vaxxers and the anti-vax movement. And it came up. Three or four times, watch this documentary. These flat earthers, they're doing a documentary about the flat earth. And they brought up, oh, in the, in the vaccines, the government wants to lie to you. They want you to be dumb and stupid and tell you the earth is round. It wasn't Even, just the vaccines. They also brought up uh, planes flying through the air. Oh, the chemtrails. Like, the chemtrails, yeah. They All brought that's that bullshit, up, too. man. All that is absolute bullshit. Vaccinate your kids, people. I've been getting in. I have no chill zero chill when it comes when i see on social media some anti-vaxxer post something i let the motherfucker have it i don't care if you're a grandma or a 10 year old or anything in between you don't deserve to have that platform you don't deserve to spread these falsehoods and these lies that can put children's lives at risks if you are an anti-vaxxer fuck you and i mean that seriously I can't fuck you, fuck everyone you care about, fuck everyone that's ever supported you in your life because you are a fucking scumbag. I hate the anti-vaxxers. I hate them. Here's my thing. Like, it's kind. Of, I feel like it's kind of like the Matrix where it's like you got a lot of people that are rebelling against this idea. And let's, let's assume it's true. Let's assume it's true. Let's assume there's a conspiracy. Let's assume there's a lizard man behind every politician. And let's assume that we're in a Petri dish surrounded by a dome or, you know, Game of Thrones style hike, ice walls or whatever. Let's assume that's all true. What's your end goal? Even if you, even if you bring the truth out and like everybody like knows, oh, the earth is actually flat. First of all, what's that going to change? Not really change the thing, because what the fuck are you going to do about it? Second of all, it's kind of like Cypher in the Matrix, where it's like he betrayed uh, his fellow humans so that he can be jacked back in the Matrix because he doesn't want to exist in the real world. So he's like, you know, meeting with Agent Smith, sitting there saying like, look, just jack me back in. I'll help you get Morpheus. I'll help you get Neo, all this other bullshit. Just jack me back in. I don't want to know. I don't want to know anything. I want to live my life in blind bliss because, you know, whatever. If you live... I don't know. It's one of those weird things of like, if we're living our lives and it's a fake life, but we're happy in our lives, like, 
even if we know it's a lie, does that make it bad? I don't know. It's an ultimate philosophical question, I guess. If it's not harming anybody, I guess not. See, like literally not harming. Yeah, like, like nobody is getting hurt by the lie. The it's flat, like, the flat Earth theory. As much as I laugh about it, and I think the flat Earthers are absolute morons. It them believing that and putting billboards <laughs> up and writing on gas pumps doesn't affect anybody. So, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lose any sleep. Believe what you want, whatever. It, but the anti-vax movement does. It does affect children. It affects lots of children. These preventable diseases are making comebacks because of these people. So yes, yes, that does matter. It does hurt people. That's the difference between those two. Yeah. But that Mark, the Mark Sargent, the the I guess you'd say the main focus of the documentary. I could tell you what his goal is. He wants to be famous. He loves, he loves the attention he's getting. He loves being the center of this documentary. They showed they did flat earth meetups and they had a flat earth convention and he does this podcast regularly and he goes, he's like a fucking celebrity among these flat earthers. And I'll be honest with you, I can't blame him. I can't blame him for that because who doesn't want that kind of attention? I I would like that kind of attention sometimes. He doesn't, like, what was he? He was a loser, single 50-something, fat, middle-aged white man who lived in his mom's basement. He had nothing before this. The Flat Earth movement that that crowned him prince, if you will, was the best thing that ever happened to him. He might not believe it for one fucking second, but he's going to ride that cash cow as long as he can. He goes to these parties. People were giving him gifts. He was signing autographs. He's lo- he's yeah. living he's living the dream. Yeah. Which like like I said, can't blame him. That's the that's like the human condition. Like you want to be loved and you want to and like I can't I can't really fault the guy for that. I guess you know I can't, I really can't if if that is his goal. If he just loves the limelight and loves the love that he's getting in the celebrity status, that's I can't really fault. I really can't fault him for that. I really can't fault I him mean, for if that. He's, if Mark Sargent is going to be famous, I guess that's not really much different than like the Kardashians being famous. Not really, no. you know. So I mean, teach his own, I suppose. Uh, idiots worship the Kardashians. I guess idiots worship Mark Sargent too. I, it it just go. The only thing that makes me mad about it is the stupidity, the stupidity, the, the dumbing down of our culture. Yeah. The fact that there's people out there that are flat earthers that may have offspring, and they're going to instill their beliefs like religion among their kids you know yeah and and these kids are going to go to school and say oh the earth is flat and their teacher's going to say um no it's fucking not and the kids yeah. like it's just going to cause a whole generation of problems it Stupidity. causes a whole generation of problems in fantasy that's not any different than any religion it's really no, not. It's not it's really not so it's not. organized religion yes. i mean i mean there's benefits religion does have its benefits but some would say the pros outweigh the cons. Some would say the reverse of that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's just dumbing down of our culture. That's how we have Donald Trump as a fucking president now. And that's the moment that Scott compared the dumbing down of our culture it to is. Donald Trump being president. He's doing Donald Trump. I just saw this week. He's already doing campaign events. He's already campaigning for 2020. He doesn't even know he's going to be running against. He's already campaigning. And guess I saw what's happening. People were having him sign, get his autograph in their fucking Bibles, Adam. I saw that too. Did you I see did his see, I autographing did see Bibles? I did see that. This serial adulterer and this criminal. I saw a meme that says, oh, he's signing his name awful big. He better leave room for the other three horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny yeah all right well enough of that bullshit uh so i heard and i want you to tell me this because i want you to see if you know about this what the fuck is going on michael jackson now he's dead well yeah he's dead but there's this big like hullabaloo of like fuck michael jackson that's like starting now yeah i don't understand it like do you know what is going on with well it 
you this gotta, dude's been dead for a while, and it's like now all of a sudden people are coming up with like, oh fuck, this dude is horrible. Fuck Michael Jackson. Like, what the fuck is going on? Well, there was. It all started with. Are you familiar with the R. Kelly documentary that came out? I want to piss on you. So yes, I, do. I watched part of it. Honestly, I could not finish it. It was so terrible. Like I felt depressed after. Was it like terrible it. as in like bad quality, or was it like terrible as in like oh he's such a shitty person I can't watch any more of this? So it's it's first and foremost. It's the court of public opinion. I've never passed the bar exam. I'm not an attorney. I'm not a judge. I'm just a regular guy. When you watch these documentaries, nine times out of ten, they slant and they're one-sided. So you got to take it with a grain of salt. But yes, this documentary, the R. Kelly one. He fucked a 14-year-old girl. Like several. Like Like they pointed out. I heard it was like hard sex too, like choking and like like rough, bad. like like real shit that fourteen year old should like, not go like through. Like bad, like like he was a predator, and like he would go hang out at high schools and pick up high school <clears throat> girls and like have uncomfortable like bondage sex with them, and like go to the malls and use his celebrity status. To pick up young girl, like extremely young girls. That is like, I don't. Again, get it's it. I it's, don't get it. It's all alleged. It's all alleged, but every that's, every lie has some grain of truth in there. That's fine. You can say that, but what this documentary is presenting, they're presenting it this way. They're saying this guy's a fucking scumbag. Well, this documentary was insanely popular. It got really good ratings. It made a ton of money. So I think that kind of spawned. I, I thought, but okay, sorry, not not to get off the your thought process, but I thought that there was like actual footage of him fucking a fourteen year old girl, there and is. that's why he's like in court and like in jail or whatever. Well, no, that was like some time ago. He was like eating ass. No, I I thought it was like recent, like within like the past year. I think. Like I like he's been, he's in jail right now, yeah. but I think I thought. I could be wrong on this. I, I'm not up on it. But part of it was he owed like $50,000 in child support because he's got like a ton of kids out there to all these yeah. different women. And some of them are pretty young. But I had heard that there was a I rumor. I don't I don't remember where I heard it. I don't remember how. But I had heard that he was in big trouble recently because a tape came out that he recently fucked a 14 year old girl. Like it was a recent tape, not maybe, like not maybe. like the piss on you tape from like fifteen years ago yeah, or whatever. Like the piss it was, on you tape it was like a real, shower. yeah, it was like a real like today tape where like he was like like bondage, rough sex kind of play with a fourteen year old. Like that, that's what I heard. That very I could well be wrong. Could, I, could be, I could be wrong. No, that know. very well know. could be. I don't know about that, and maybe that's part of the reason why he's in trouble because a lot of these instances that are brought to you in the documentary they happened a long time ago in the nineties. Yeah, and these girls that were like 14 15 16 years old at the time are now adults and the statute of limitation has run out so he can't get in trouble for these cases but if there's a newer one more recent then yes he absolutely can be charged with that but i do know he was in trouble for not paying child support and i do think he is currently in jail right now but he he might have posted yeah. bond and he might be out. But anyway, but the documentary w- was was really really tough to watch. I couldn't even finish it, and but it was insanely popular. <clears throat> so I feel like the popularity of that documentary spawned them making the documentary about Michael Jackson, which I have not watched yet because of I'm kind of apprehensive to watch it because of how the R. Kelly documentary made me feel. So I don't think I'm going to, but. Even before Michael Jackson died, there were whispers of him more being... More than whispers. Uh, he, oh, he way went, more than whispers. He went to court. He actually w- went to court about it, and he was acquitted. He was not charged with anything. There was not enough evidence or whatever. But now that he has passed away, now that he's dead, more people are coming out, more stories are coming out. and but But you've got the camp... You've got the camp that is like supporting him, that's diehard, that's defending him to the end. And then you've got the other people who just think he's a scumbag. 
I like I like R. Kelly. I like R. Kelly's music. He's a piece of shit. I like Michael Jackson's music. I don't know if he actually... I've seen interviews with young kids. These young kids are like, I was involved in Michael Jackson's life. I had sleepovers at the Neverland Ranch in the same room as him. He never once was inappropriate to me or touched me or did anything like that. Other kids say the opposite. I'm curious about how, I I just thought of this. I'm curious about how you take that because I'm, it's not me trying to insult you in any kind of way, but when it comes to these kind of like sexual abusive situations, you always, always take the victim side Mm -hmm. over the predator side, the alleged predator side with, to even when there's not any definitive proof, really, like you will always take the victim side. Well, like in when, some cases, who was, it's tough. Who, who was who was the latest Supreme Court uh, dude? What was this? Kavanaugh. Name? Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. There was no legitimate proof that anything he did happened. Like no, but you wholeheartedly to this day say yeah, he's I a sc- he's a scumbag, horrible rapist individual. Despite the fact there's no definitive proof, why is it stopping you from saying Michael Jackson is a horrible scumbag, pedophile? Proof when there's no he might be when he there's might be. I haven't watched this yet, Adam. That's my whole point. But once we, I watch this, but docu- I'm saying I'm but, saying R. Kelly's a fucking yeah. scumbag. But it, the documentary didn't prove R. Kelly's a scumbag. We knew he was a scumbag before because we knew he fucking pissed on a 14 year old girl before. Mm-hmm. We don't. The documentary doesn't need to prove that Michael Jackson might have had, you know, some un. I'm gonna say unnatural uh, relation, not really relationship. I guess relationships with a child, maybe not sexual in nature, but definitely what some would consider borderline pedophilic. And based on that, like, based on that little bit of evidence like he should be a scumbag in your eyes honestly like um the the evidence is up in the air but the like i said the evidence was up in the air in the kavanaugh hearings right but, but right because he and was, guess what I, and guess what kavanaugh got off he's sitting currently on our supreme court but you i well, still my think point he, is, i still think he's a scumbag but my point because is, the evidence was presented in court could it prove one way or the other no it couldn't but i i just believe the victim in this case, shouldn't you believe the children I am, victims? I am. So then, I am. Michael Jackson is a terrible, horrible scumbag. He is. He is. But it's going to be the same thing as Kavanaugh. He's not going to get in any trouble. Well, he's dead. He's not going to get in any trouble. I don't know if his legacy will be tarnished. I don't think he gives a shit. He's dead. I'm, I'm sure his family I'm just does. Saying. His family does. His kids probably do. His siblings are still alive. Yeah. I don't, think he cares, I don't think he cares about his <laughs> too soon. <laughs> Is it too though? Soon. Is it though? <laughs> I he, just I didn't uh, think he liked his siblings though. I didn't think he liked his family like that. Like his kids, obviously, he, but he, like his like his siblings and his parents. I think he like and that. Janet. I think he was close with Janet. I don't know about Freddie or Latoya or Tito, but Hey Tito. <laughs> but I don't know. It's 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 tough for me because you. Gotta I'm just curious about, about your opinion of because I, I like I for one I'll give my opinion. I for one obviously I think Car- R. Kelly is a scumbag. I have said wholeheartedly for years Michael Jackson, kidly fiddled, is what you I'm think gonna, he did. I hundred not and I, honestly I don't think he did it in a sexual manner. I do believe that he didn't have a childhood. I do believe right. he was mentally. Not, not to say mentally deficient, but he was mentally uh, damaged in a way where because he didn't really have a childhood, he was abused by his parents mentally. So then he felt like he regressed later in his life to be a child where he wanted other childhood experiences. I agree. It doesn't fucking matter, though, if you're having sleepovers with eight year old, 10 year old, 12 year old kids. That doesn't I don't care about your past. I don't give a shit how mentally damaged your parents made you if you're having sleepovers at your private home called Neverland Ranch with that young of kids, anybody under the age of eight fucking teen, you are a scumbag. I don't care. Well, I think I need to do a little more. I paid attention to the Kavanaugh hearings. I listened to the I listened to the testimonies. 
I saw R. Kelly's P tape. So I paid attention. Those two cases, I was ready to draw my own conclusion that they were both fucking pieces of shit and scumbags. As far as Michael Jackson goes, I got to be brutally honest with you. I haven't paid it much attention. I Who in America didn't pay much attention when I, it was going down. I really didn't. When when he was when he you was had to be blind, living under a rock, to not pay attention but, to that. But did, no, Adam, listening to what the media spoon feeds you and drawing a conclusion for yourself are two different things. They really are. I didn't let the media spoon feed me R. Kelly or Brett Kavanaugh. I did my own research. I, I looked into those. People. I didn't. I heard the kids' testimony. I heard what the kids were saying. Did yeah. you though? Because I haven't. For for. From Michael Jackson. Back then, back years ago. No, I never did. Years ago, I, I, I heard some of the kids were saying, yeah. Okay, I never did. I really didn't. Is it because you were didn't want to like believe it? Is that why? Or you were no, just didn't I'm care? Not, I was never like a huge fucking... I didn't jerk off to the Thriller album. Did I like it? Yes. But was he like... I didn't I, jerk off to the Thriller album either, but it was one of those... But like, you're acting like, it was oh my sp- God, are you putting your head in the sand and not paying attention to these kids because you're my, such an MJ fan? No, my, no I, I didn't wasn't. Say it was I really wasn't. What I'm saying was, it was it was in the limelight for so fucking long that you had like you literally had to avoid paying attention to it in order to miss it. That's that's what I'm saying. It was so, so much out there that you had to like actively avoid missing it to it miss was, it. It was a long time ago when he was in court for this. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Maybe at the time I heard things in passing, but I really can't. To this day, I don't remember much about that trial at all. I remember more about the OJ trial. Well, yeah, that was a murder. I remember more about the Casey Anthony trial. I the John, but like I remember the big cases, the the ones that made Nancy Grace famous, you know. <laughs> uh, but I don't remember much about that case, other than oh, I, I, stuff like I'm hearing from you, like oh, Michael Jackson fiddled. Would you call it diddly to fiddly? Kid, kiddly fiddling. Kiddly fiddling. Okay, yeah. I've heard he that. Fiddle kids. Heard that. He fiddled kids. Did he? Maybe, but I don't know. I really don't know. And frankly, I don't give a shit. I really don't. Like, he's fucking dead. Brett Kavanaugh and R. Kelly are both still alive. They should be punished. But it's one of those things where... It's one of the things where Michael, Michael Jackson is, shouldn't history dictate the truth as opposed to what people like? I've heard there's... Should, should, like, like, it's, like, if somebody in his, If you found out that somebody in history... Like, let's say Abraham Lincoln, you found out that he raped women all the time. <laughs> Like, we all love Abraham Lincoln, but let's say you found out he raped women all the time. Wouldn't that be something you, Like, look, he's dead, but wouldn't that be something you'd want to know? Motherfucker was raping women, left so and there, right? So there's a story. Benjamin Franklin, one of the most beloved founding fathers of our country, his house in... Has a bondage den. Please tell me it no, had no, a bondage no. den. Like circa Fifty Shades of Grey style. Like, like Benjamin Franklin's home in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It's like a historical society plaque out front that says this was benjamin franklin's home well they were doing some remodeling that was needed it's like from the 1700s oh yeah so they had to do some foundation work they were digging in the basement and they found like dozens of human skeletal remains and there was like this whole thing holy shit benjamin franklin was a fucking <laughs> serial killer and he murdered people and buried them in his basement well guess what it came out and this is so fucking more fitting that he would go to the local morgue and purchase bodies of dead people and bring them back to his house and do like science experiments on them. That like, makes sense for the time. And then he would like bury them when he was like done with them. I'm like, well, that's fucking weird still. Yes. But that's definitely fitting of something that he would do. No, he didn't go that's not fitting of something he would do. That's <laughs> fitting for the time. Yeah, like you, any average Joe could probably go to the fucking morgue back then and be like, hey, can I get like. Get two- any bums that died this yeah, week? Yeah. I'll give you 20 bucks. Here's a shilling. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's fitting for the time. But, but yeah, I. <laughs> It was like now if it came out that he had a journal that he loved like doing like saw three techniques on fuckers <laughs> and he was burying in the backyard then I'd be like we gotta stop using electricity now like we gotta fucking stop this shit now get get the next stage of shit I mean he was like he was a freak too he was definitely into some butt stuff but Dude, who, who isn't who, who, <laughs> 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 R Kelly sure as heck fire is. <laughs> Is it 
too soon for that joke. I think it's a little okay. too soon. I think right. it's a little too soon to be All joking right. around like so, that. I don't know. So you, like, you really? What are you trying to get me to do here? Shit on no MJ. I'm, I don't. I'm, I don't I'm trying to get, make sure you're consistent. When when you hate the Patriots, you had told me a while ago, a couple years ago, that like a year or two ago, you were like, there was a call about the Patriots. I can't. I'm not. I'm not gonna talk about what game it was because we don't fucking remember. You you made a big deal about it. It was a huge fucking deal. We talked about it on the show. You made a huge deal about how consistency in football, where it's like I don't care if the rule is that's the rule. It's a bullshit rule, but I don't care if that's the rule. But I like it to be consistent. Right. So I'd like you to be consistent about your victim blaming and shit like that, and all the all the victims and stuff like and, that. And I will be. I will be. And. I just can't draw. In my opinion, I can't draw about this conclusion. as in my opinion about as much evidence and has come out against Michael Jackson as came out with Kavanaugh about as about the same amount of fucking evidence to come out because everything has, that has come out with Kavanaugh was hearsay. Everything that's come out with Michael Jackson has been hearsay. But the difference was, I watched C-SPAN. I know I'm a fucking nerd. I watched C-SPAN for the Kavanaugh hearing when he testified. In Congress, and I, I, I listened to his accuser, Doctor, whatever her name was. I can't think of her name right now. I listened to her testimony, and it was so powerful. And I mean, if she was making this shit up, you need to give her a fucking Meryl, take all of Meryl Streep's Oscars away from her and give them to her because she was just so powerful. And somebody get up there and boldface lie and make that shit up. She needs an award. But as so, far as uh, the law is concerned, that was all still hearsay. Exactly. And so. that's why he's not in jail, Adam. And that's why he's sitting on the Supreme Court. And do I like the guy? No. Do I think he should have been on the Supreme Court? No. But do I think there was enough evidence to accuse him? No, there wasn't. It was all hearsay. But my opinion, the court of public opinion, I think he did this shit. I think he sucks. And that's all I have to say about that. I did not. And I saw the P tape for R. Kelly. That's how I can think that those two suck. I, I'll i get back to you on Michael Jackson. I have not listened. Every time you say I, I saw the P tape saw of R. Kelly. I, every time you say that, I think back to the Dave Chappelle bit when he's 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 trying to be there. They're questioning him to be a juror on trials. And they're questioning <laughs> the juror on the R. Kelly tape. He's like, have you seen the P tape? He's like, seen it about four or five times. You remember that scene where he's like, he's, he's like moving his hips like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> it was like this weird thing. And I was like, it was hilarious back then. I That reminds me of the Saturday Night Live skit where they had to pick a jury for OJ. But it was OJ's second crime where he like kidnapped somebody and stole a bunch of his memorabilia back and like. Like he was going on trial for that, yeah. but they had to pick a jury that didn't know anything about his first case. Oh, I <laughs> do you remember this one? Yeah, and it was it was like they okay, like had to pull like a. <laughs> they got like Jim Jim the Wolf Boy who lived in the woods and was raised by wolves. <laughs> they got a man who just recently came out of a forty year coma. <laughs> And an alien from outer space <laughs> who came down space. to invade, but they said, put your invasion on hold. We need you to sit on this jury. I do remember that bit. <laughs> That's great. Because it's not wrong. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I think my, my sister is 18 as of this year. I don't I don't think she knows about uh, O.J. Simpson and this, like his shit. Yeah. I don't think she does. This, this SNL episode was from... Long time ago, so it might well, not hold saying, up today. I was just but... saying, like, I, I don't think at this point she knows about, like, the OJ anything, like, I don't know how far that's going to go down in history, to be honest with you. I, I can't, I can't, wa- I have a hard time watching Naked Gun anymore because of OJ Simpson. I really have a hard time doing yeah. it. Like, I love Leslie Nielsen, and I love the Naked Gun movies, but I, I tried watching the first Naked Gun few weeks ago and after like the first the first like half hour is like i can't watch anymore because they're doing all these bits with oj and everything like that i'm like this fucker killed somebody and i can't do it right now or i wonder if that's gonna be with michael jackson like 10 years like i love his music but i can't fucking listen to this shit right now because motherfucker was fiddling with kids can't do it I don't know. I was just curious about because I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know it was a documentary. I, I thought like 
new information or like some weird videotape came out because people been shit talking Michael Jackson for like what the past like few weeks or something like that. Yeah, there, there's a radio station I just recently heard that they made an announcement that the radio station has pulled and they will no longer play any of R. Kelly's music or, more importantly, any of Michael Jackson's music. I think I heard about that, yeah. Yeah, there's a radio station that's going to do it. And it was like a hip-hop and R&B station, like R&B. Like, you got to play Michael Jackson. You probably got to play R. Kelly, too. Yeah. Nope, not anymore. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm. I want you to do a little more research, and I want I you to, I, I want, I want you to come back with a report. What, what you think? Like, what your thought is? And I'm not gonna. We'll come back next week. I got homework. Yeah, I'll I, do this. Yeah, you, I, I got homework too, but not your kind of homework. But I want you to. This is your assignment. I want you to, a little bit of research. Not I much. Will. Not I much. Will. Watch a few videos. You know, read, read a couple things. I'm and then... not prepared to crucify him yet. Until I listen to both sides of the argument, like I did in the other cases that I'm willing to draw a conclusion with. I gotta That's be fair. fair. That is that fair. is that is fair. That is extremely fair. So we're coming to the end of the show, but I, I had a weird thought that I wanted to bring up. Um, I was watching, as I like to do when I do homework, I was watching Star Trek: The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. All right, and a thought popped in my head. Now. Do you remember towards the end of the series of Star Trek Next Generation when Roe Laren came on the show? Do you remember Ensign Roe? The uh, um, the name rings a bell. What was, uh, what was uh, what was the race? Shit, 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 shit. Um, DS9, it was all about Bajoran. Bajoran. When she was a Bajoran ensign that came on the show. You remember the episode whenever they were got turned to kids and she was one of the people that got turned to kids uh, yeah okay. with like Whoopi goldberg and patrick Stewart yes, and shit like that yes. okay and some earlier there was a it was the like the first episode she came on she came on the enterprise and she had that bajoran earring yeah they all have that those. That, yeah. that was on her ear Riker made the biggest fucking deal about how you cannot wear that because that is not starfleet official that is not like starfleet dress code and so he made her take it off now i thought about this and i thinking about it for seven fucking seasons seven goddamn seasons had not Worf been wearing that fucking klingon sash over top his starfleet uniform where was riker's bullshit then racist riker racist fucking <laughs> riker apparently fucking socialism doesn't extend to the fucking bajoran earrings so well and- i mean he, i will say this about will riker he was a by-the-book first officer. Unless it came with fucking alien women, he was by-the-fucking... I don't he, think that... He... he that subs- does not violate the Prime Directive. He subscribed to Kirk's ideal when it came to inter- interplanetary diplomacy, is what he did, so... <laughs> but, but, I mean, I don't know the whole backstory. How long had the Bajorans been a member of... But Starfleet. Does it matter because the Klingons are not a member of Starfleet? They were. They aren't. They are not a member of Starfleet. They were a friendly. They were allied, but they're not. They're not a well, member of Starfleet. They're their own thing. <sighs> Technically, I don't actually. I don't think the Bajorans are a member of Starfleet either. But what is it called? Like when you can join Starfleet from a. You become a member of the Federation. The That's Federation. What it's called. The Federation. Starfleet. The, yeah. It's. It's not same Starfleet, thing. the Federation. It's the same thing. But the Klingons were in the Federation, weren't they? No. They weren't technically New- a member of the Federation. No, they were not. They were allies. And the Bajorans they, weren't They either. were about as member of the Federation as the Romulans. The- no, the Romulans were assholes. Yeah, but what I'm saying is they were me- they were about as member of the Federation as the Romulans. They were their own thing. They were basically their own, M- their own organization that were just allied. It's like... It's like we are allies with Britain, but Britain and America aren't the same thing. But we have the United Nations, and they're members of the United Nations, and so are we. The the Federation of Planets. You mean it's not that the Federation of Planets is not a United Nations. It is you. Federation of Planets is kind of controlled by the Vulcans and the humans for the most part. They're kind of controlled by that. That's kind of where they. That's but are they the only two that are in it? No, they're not the only two that are in it. But whenever you, whenever, whenever they bring a new planet to the Federation. 
you're kind of bringing them under your control. It's not like you rule them. You don't rule them and you don't control everything they do, but they have to adhere to some of your rules. It kind of sounds like what the Americans and British do in the United Nations. It's not that far off from them, especially the Americans. Yeah, but the Klingons weren't part of that. Like... Klingons did not... You think the Klingons going to adhere to fucking Federation guidelines? I mean, not in the original series, absolutely not. In the, next, in the next generation? generation? No, absolutely it's not. after the wars are over, they have a peace accord, they're friendlies. No, absolutely not. 100% no. 100% no. So it's just Riker being racist. It's Riker being extremely racist because, like, Worf, Worf, Worf was wearing that sash... That Klingon sash for seven fucking seasons, and Riker sees this lady wearing a fucking earring for five seconds. She's like, "That's not Federation." Was Worf's bandolier? I don't know what you would even. Call I called it. it a sash. Worf's bandolier. Was it a religious thing? It was a Klingon thing because if you remember, there was. Um, do you remember whenever Worf took the blame to- for his? Fu- they. When they framed War's father for... House of Moog. Yes. When they framed his father for what happened at whatever that Klingon outpost when the Romulans attacked it, Worf took the blame for that. And when he took the blame for that, uh, one of the Klingons, I can't remember who it was, said, you don't deserve to wear our uniform or whatever, and ripped the sash off. Ripped the bandolier off. Off of him. Yes. I was going to say, if the Bajoran earring was not really a religious thing, if it was like a, it's a social, cultural thing, cultural thing, but the Klingons was, well, then there's going to be like, okay, well, we can't, we can't make this person remove their hijab because it would be against their religion, but we can make them take off their do-rag. You know what I mean? Difference between religious and di- cultural. But what is the difference between religious and cultural? Because it's not a religion part of your culture. Isn't like... Isn't like the belief in uh, Kalos, which is basically religion, part of their culture? Um, many religions, I should say, many cultures, the main cornerstone is religion. So I would <clears throat> say they could go hand in hand. Yes. So like if the aliens came to visit Earth now and they stopped at the United States first... And that was a big stop. The majority religion is like Catholicism, Christianity. So they would in equate the United States? yes, in the United yeah. States. So they We're would a Christian nation. So for they the would most equate part. they would equate part of humanity's culture, Catholicism, Christianity. The the world, or just the United States? They would if if the aliens stopped and their first stop was the United States, and that was their first knowledge of the humans. Their first initial thought would be that the. Christianity and Catholicism were part of humanity's culture. They would be wrong. They would be wrong. But they might they might draw that conclusion. But if they're intelligent beings from another world that are capable of interstellar space travel, they probably are more advanced and should be able to subscribe to like Herodotus and different different forms of They can mean Herodotus? That's that, the one. That that's the one. Okay. Okay. And, and, and I I wasn't sure if that's who you meant or not when you. Okay. You know it's he, dude. Greek names fucking suck. It's just anthropology. It's the study yeah. of people. I mean, you got it. Dude, you, I got an A in that class. You got to take a larger sampling size before you meet. I mean, you land in Franklin Graham's backyard. You can't be like, oh, everybody's like this dick. No, they're not. Like you got to He could. Could. It's like Mars. It's like, it's like Mars attacks. You know, <laughs> they they landed and they like they killed so, the pre- so they killed the president with a needle hand. Is what they did. There's a new video game coming out. I don't I don't remember what it was called, but I saw a commercial for it on TV, and it shows like the White House like on fire, destroyed, and there's like some battle going on in the yard, and like I wish I knew what the game was. You might know, and you're like you. There's like a group of soldiers like running out from the White House, like shooting at these other guys that are like attacking. You know, like there's two sides, two forces fighting a battle in Washington, D.C. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't know which side I'm for right now. Yeah. (laughs) Like, 
I might be running at the team, like, fighting that. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, at yeah. this point, who knows? At this point, like, which one of you guys are the bad guys? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know from watching this trailer. Good show, sir. Yes. Good show. Yes. If you want to get a hold of Four Distraction, you can email us, distraction at gmail.com. You can search our social media sites, Facebook and Twitter. Search for Distraction at Podcast FYD. We are on SoundCloud and iTunes. We're also a member of the uh, Be Real Podcasting Network. So head over to Podbean and search for the Movie Guys Podcast. That is our official, unofficial hub for the Be Real Network. Um, we would also like to thank the London Kugels. We were drinking that last week. We're uh, finishing this up this week. It's a great, great beer. If you've not tried it, it's got a lot. It's a great summer beer. Great summer beer. So you're saying Riker was a racist? I'm saying Riker is insensitive to other people's culture. Do you think he's not insensitive to that pussy though? Do you think Riker would be insensitive to flat earthers? Um, maybe. Do flat earthers exist in the 24th century? I hope not. For God's sake, <laughs> I hope not. Like, you could literally take a shuttlecraft and fly out. Like, people have their own private flying cars. Like, what do you... No. Vaccinate your kids, people. <laughs>